Hi everyone, I'm Christine Edwards and you're listening to Beautifully Broken. I'm from Kingston, Jamaica and I am a mother of two beautiful children. I'm a teacher and a counseling psychologist and I'm also a divorcee. I will be sharing about my experiences as a mother, a wife, and also an ex-wife and many more. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. as I share my own journey from pain to purpose. We'll be touching topics such as depression, rejection, loving yourself, and many more. I'll also be joined by guests who are really honest and open and willing to share their own story. Thank you so much for tuning in. And don't you ever forget, there is beauty in your brokenness. Welcome to another episode of Beautifully Broken Podcast. I'm Christine Edwards and I'm so happy that you could have joined me today for another episode. Today I have a special guest that will be sharing with us about our own experience of loss, losing someone who was literally her world. And it's my joy it's my my pleasure and it's indeed a a happy moment for me to introduce to you miss shanta swaby miss swaby has been a practicing guidance counselor for over 6 years she has had the privilege of serving in a number of urban and rural communities where she embraces the various challenges that people from all walks of life interface within their surroundings. Ms. Swaby is a strong advocate against brokenness with a focus in mental health and she aims to further broaden her horizons into social work as she acknowledges the role that underlying factors such as mental health, economics and strained inter and intra family dynamics play in burdening our society and by extension the world now welcome miss baby i it's i'm so elated to have you and thank you so much thank you so much for actually accepting to be on my podcast thank you for having me you are welcome now it's it's a topic that is needed, grief and loss, especially because of what we have been experiencing, you know, since last year with COVID, you know, many persons have experienced loss, loss of job, you know, loss of their loved ones, you know, loss of income and a whole plethora of, 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 of loss has taken place, you know, mainly, you know, the earlier part of last year to date. So I want you to share with me, Miss Baby, tell me about your own experience in losing your mom. 
than my mother was something that it was very difficult. It, it wasn't something that I expected. And uh, I think for a lot of us, as we live, as we go through our daily lives, we don't really stop and think that, you know, we may lose someone. We don't really think about loss, so to speak. We're just living. You know, we know that it will happen eventually, but it's something that I don't think we will ever be prepared for. No matter how we may try to think about it to say that if this happens, you can, you'll never be prepared for something like that. So for me, I've, I've lost my mother in December, maybe three years. And I'm still going through the motions. I'm still going through my process. It's still something that I still cannot believe in. And for me, that experience, just to share a bit, I grew up with my mother. She took care of me all my life. And up until the point when I lost her, I was actually living with her. We have a very close relationship. I can definitely say, you know, some persons would say their mother is their best friend. She was my best friend. We had a very close relationship. And so I experienced her falling suddenly ill. She was relatively healthy. You know, she was getting older, not old to the point where she was having a lot of illness. Um, so she fell ill. I had to rush with her to the hospital, rushing through traffic. I mean, she was there not feeling well. Um, went through the process of seeing the doctors working on her. This is something that I, I still cannot come to terms with. I know they had to rush to her to do what they had to do to, to, to save her. But it was just, it was right in front of me because everybody was trying to rush to her. Nobody time out to say all right you need to come over here in the moment they were resuscitating her and stuff i i felt like it was a movie i've never seen that in real life before and even more it was on my mother so i went through that to the point where she took her last breath and that for me it it was it was so traumatic so it was a traumatic experience because of witnessing everything and then to have lost her in the process. And uh, in that moment, I, I didn't know, I didn't know what I was thinking. I, I didn't, I didn't, it's like I didn't believe that she was actually gone. It was just so surreal to me. To this day, I still cannot believe that she's not here, you know? I, I never know that this is what it would actually feel like because up until the point of losing my mother, I've never lost anyone close to me. So that experience for me, it 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 was life changing. It's still life changing. It, it brought me new perspective. It, it showed me that you know I've always known that we as people will always be a work in process progress. We need to actually take the time out to, to deal with ourselves in, 
it showed me that self-care is necessary. It's important to process what is happening, process a situation. And uh, it, it truly brought me to a different place in my life. It truly brought me through experiences that I never thought that I would have. And three years, after three years losing my mother, I can definitely say that my view on grief overall, relationships, so many things that though I am always grateful, thinking about it, things that I may have taken for granted, I don't hold a lot of views that I did before. It, it's really been a life-changing experience. Okay, thank you so much, Miss Baby. You mentioned something. You said in the moment when, when she took her final breath, if you can, if you're able to go back to that state, can you, what happened in that state when you knew that, listen, my mom will no longer be with me? What was going through your mind at that point? You know, to be honest, I think the whole experience for me, I I was just so numb. I was not thinking. I was not... Everything was happening so fast. I sensed a feel of silence. Like, I just couldn't believe. I was just in total shock. Because as I said, I, I just never imagined that I would have lost her. The night before... Everything was okay I didn't know that this would have been the morning that I would lose my mother so I even at that point I really did not imagine a word without her so I still wasn't thinking okay mommy's not here anymore it took me it took me months and even a year after to really come to terms with the fact that even though I'm I'm living I'm going about my life and I know that she's not here it just it just didn't feel real, to be honest. Yes, yes. Thank you. Um, David Kessler, a, a very well-known writer. He has written several books, you know, on grieving, you know, the meaning of grief. And he, along with um, Cobbler Ross, they wrote about the five stages of grief. Um, did you experience all of those stages? We have denial, anger, bargaining. We have acceptance and and also depression. Did you experience all five? Because and in his book he says sometimes you may not experience all five of the different stages, and you may be at one stage for a very long time. Tell me about your own experiences with the five stages of grief. Ah, uh, you know, funny enough. When I lost my mom, I was actually, I was studying and it so happened that I had to do a course, grief counseling. And uh, I was like, God, I don't understand what you are doing here. Of all the times in my, my, my course, my studies, I am supposed to do grief counseling now. <laughs> and the truth is that I, I didn't want to, to do the course. I wanted to actually sit it out and do it at a time when I was ready. And when I was sitting in this course, I thought that it 
wasn't real enough because what I was feeling, I'm reading all these things from a book and I'm saying it, it doesn't truly tell, it, it doesn't truly express what I'm going through. And I remember going through the stages, even though I was introduced to it before and I've had to work with um, students who may have experienced something of a similar nature. Initially, for me, I was saying, how does it really work? How does it happen? In that moment, going through the course, I couldn't identify with I, I didn't think that I was actually going through what they call stages of grief. But over time, as I as the days went by and when I I had to hold myself accountable to say that listen, you are grieving, you need to take some time, you need to sit, you need to identify that there are a lot of things happening with you and you need to address them. And had it not been for that, I would have lost myself and that's something that I I didn't want, right? Because and so in the moment of thinking about everything, to answer your question, yeah. I definitely went through the stage stages of grief. It's very much real. Yeah. Uh denial initially, just as I said before, she passed away, but it was when I was leaving the hospital. I was leaving the hospital with my aunt and I said to her, no, we're leaving mom. I went through denial for months. I could not believe it. The morning when I got up, I'm saying we need to go to the hospital. And here I am, a trained guidance counselor, um, a person who has to work with persons in, in areas of mental health and dealing with challenges in life and everything. And this was my experience no i was building no my new norm without my mother i got so angry funny enough um i didn't a lot of times or let me not generalize for some people it may be a case where they get angry at god i wasn't necessarily angry at god because i don't know he he's he's my strength yeah but I got angry in the sense that I challenged the questions. And I was like, Lord, you put me in a position where I'm passionate about counseling other persons. How am I supposed to continue with this? Why? What was the reason for taking my mother? You know, where are you going with my story, with my journey? You know, so I was just so angry because I understand why this was happening and why it was happening no i definitely fell into a state of depression i after losing my mother i resigned from a job that, that i was in i took some time from my, my studies not because i could have tried to continue but i think the meaning of why i'm i'm doing counseling in the first place, it would have been lost and it could have totally created a diversion. I could have totally given it given it up. So I had to take some time for myself to deal with everything that I was feeling on the inside, to process my feelings, to process losing my mother. My depression led to 
um, basically pushing persons aside, persons who wanted to be there for me. I, I spent most of my time on my living room floor. I mean, that's where I, I was most of the time. I didn't even sleep in my room, you know? I was so afraid of getting calls. I didn't want to talk to persons. You know, I, I didn't, I was, I started working again at the time and it was so difficult for me. And that's when I knew that I needed to take some time for myself. After my contract ended, I said, I need, I need this time for myself. I didn't, I didn't have, find pleasure in a lot of things. I didn't want to do anything. I think I just, I was just there and I just watched different things. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm not a TV person. I'm, I'm not a person who do things like that. Things that I normally would want to do before. I didn't want to do anything. Um, bargaining. For me, I think after going through my the depression, bargaining was there. It didn't happen in that specific order. I think for me, it was while, and even though it, it don't have to go happen in the order, the order that it, it goes in, denial, anger, depression, bargaining, acceptance, but bargaining was when came out in my questions, my anger, my questions to God. Why didn't this happen in faith? What could I have done? I think that, oh, I didn't do enough. You know, so it came out in me being so angry and not accepting this new reality and acceptance, I honestly do believe that I am at a place where I've come to understand that I had to lose my mother at the time when I lost her. And uh, losing my mother was just, it was to bring me more into the purpose that God has placed over my life. If I had, if I had, if I hadn't lose her, I wouldn't be where I am today in my mindset, in in my drive, in my passion. Because I know there is a greater plan for me, and I just I had to lose her at the time when I lost her. I'm grateful that I had her. For many years of my life, she taught me a lot of things. And it wasn't until losing her that I realized that, you know, I really learned some things from, from her. I, I really grew in this regard from her. But I had to lose her to come to the place where I am now. So I definitely went through it all. Maybe not in the order, but I definitely did. Okay. Thank you so much, Miss Swaby. Now, David Kessler, I refer to him a lot because, you know, I have read so many of his articles and, of course, portions of some of his book. And he mentioned something which was, or which is very profound. He said, you must feel the pain to heal the pain. How did, how, how can you associate with those statements by Mr. Kessler? You must feel the pain to heal the pain. Oh, wow. This, this, this is very important when it comes down to grief. Um, because from my experience, 
it's easy to shut it out, to not want to address it, to not want to process it. That's the important word, to not want to process it. And uh, a part of the reason is why sometimes it's difficult to process what's happening with grief is because at the end of the day, you've lost someone, but you still have to pay the bills. You still have friends to attend to. You may, you still have a partner. You still have children. You still have to be present. You still have to live. Um, it goes back to the the whole honoring grief. It, you're unable to really do so because life is still happening, and you still have to function in this world. Um, for me, I was told the job that I was in at the time. I was told that I can only get one day. Right? After losing my mother, me must just have one day. Like, really? Wow. This is the world that we live in. And until we can come at a place where we really identify that mental health truly exists, that it's important for persons to take emotional breaks yes. to actually get time, get a time to recollect themselves and to work through experiences that they've had, then we are in trouble. That is the truth. We're definitely in trouble. I don't think a lot of emphasis and recognition is placed on mental health and, and personal care, self-care as it, as it should. Um, and that's honestly my belief. So it, it's so easy to not really experience the pain as you should. It's necessary to actually feel it honestly it's necessary to actually process it to think about it and think about how all of this is making you feel losing my mom having to to continue in this life without her all of that is i agree it's truly necessary if you're supposed to not something you'll ever get over if it's ever supposed to become easier for you so, yes, experiencing the pain, fully putting yourself in it, thinking about it, listening to what you're, you're thinking, addressing how you're feeling, it's necessary for you to actually go through grief as you should. Thank you, Miss Vivi. And, you know, you mentioned a very, very important point on the the emphasis, the urgency that need to be placed on mental health. Because so many times individuals have experienced loss and they, I mean, society would want to let them know that you need to get it together. You know, some other saying that we would hear Look how long that person died. Why are you acting yeah. out like that? It's like society wants to put a time on grief and there is no time. There is no time. It's like your external persons around you want to tell you, I mean, look how long. Why are you still crying? Crying, it's okay. How, how much did you cry? How much did you cry and how much did it help you? a lot uh, it, it's sad it's really really sad that in uh, 2021 this is where we are 
as it relates to being sensitive to others. It's it's simple courtesy, simple just knowing how to relate to each other. And the truth is that it just goes back to um, some of the the traditions that we may have, how we as a people and our society perceive feelings as an adult. It's okay. It has become the norm for adults to look on children and say, you know, you're a child. What are you feeling? You shouldn't be feeling this way, you know? And it goes back. It's, it's, it's so deeply embedded in who we are and who we, we've become because of how society has played its part in really molding us and letting us know, truly letting us know that it's okay to feel sad. It is okay to cry. But when you do feel that way, how do I address it? That is the thing, you know. How do I address it when I feel this way? Yes. And so for many of us, a person who may be going through grief and that's how loss may come into play a person going through grief sometimes because of how persons may approach them you find that you start losing friendships because they don't know how to truly respond to a person grieving and in that same breath because of not being fully able to process what you're feeling and to communicate what you're feeling in a way for other persons to understand, you realize that friendships are lost. You don't know how to continue in that space. So it's it's just something that as a people, we definitely need to come together and bring more awareness to it and to also advocate for expression of self. For like, to let children know and understand that it's okay to feel how you're feeling and in the same way this is how these are healthy ways of expressing it we need persons who are better able to listen parents need to understand that it's important to listen to your child it's not enough to say that oh you're talking too much a simple statement a simple sentence that a child may say sometimes there's a lot of power in it there's a lot of things coming from it and it's important for us to pay attention to these things because in the long run, this is how mental health deteriorates and we don't even realize it. That is so true. That is so true, Miss Baby. Tell me about your experience with um, your family, knowing that, you know, they were grieving too. You know, how did um the family worked on the whole you know dealing with each other on an individual basis you know you were grieving other family members how did that work for you i think i can definitely say that i am grateful for how um some of my family members really came together and offered the support to each other um I think it's important to know, though, that even though it's difficult when you lose someone, the truth is that you're not going to think about anybody else. That is that is the honest truth. In that moment, going through my grief, I after a while, I felt as though I was a bit selfish, you know, because I wasn't really taking the time out to really check in, not with my family per se, 
um, as much as I would check in with them to to try to see how if they're okay. But talking friends, other persons who may have wanted to to talk to me. But for me, everyone is different. I just wanted to be by myself, you know. And throughout the process, I realized that even though you may be grieving, other persons are grieving as well because they knew my mother. It may not have been the same relationship. And in that same breath, they may be experiencing loss. Because the person that you were before, you lost that person in the process, is not who you are anymore. After the process, you're not going to come out as the same person before. So they too are experiencing some amount of loss. Who are you before? What are you giving them now? Who are you after? What are you able to give after the experience? So it's it's a re, it's a process of reshaping. It's a process of rediscovering yourself, and it, it's so important that when you are when you have lost someone, to try to still hold yourself accountable, try to still understand that you still have to live, you still have to go about your daily life, you still have to um, interact with people. Trust me, this will not happen overnight. I could not have done it um, a while back, right? So all of this is from what is what I have, it's through reflecting on my experience to say that, you know, coming out of this, I really did hurt people who was just really trying to be there for me. So that's actually, it's something that I learned process of grieving other persons still want to be there for you they're, st- they're still they are still experiencing some kind of loss they don't know how to approach you they, they just want to be there but you have to be mindful of how you approach them as well okay thank you so much and as david kessler says he said grief is an internal experience and each person have their own unique experience. Nobody experiences similar, you know? So just to endorse what you said, you know, that friends, family who knew your mom would have been grieving in their own way. But tell me, Miss Swaby, what are some of the most profound lessons that you have learned throughout your experience? Honestly, I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot, and that's why I said initially that I it was time for me to see my mom because there are a lot of things that God wants to bring me to, and He wants me to learn. He wants me to step into that. Had she still be, been here, I wouldn't have learned that. I wouldn't have been thinking the way that I'm thinking. Um, the process of grief. It reminded me that I am human. It reminded me that I too can experience the very things that I am helping persons with. It reminded me that it's important to check in with myself, to process things that I may experience, 
um, to have self-care as a big priority on my list. It reminded me that even though I'm in the field of helping persons to manage um, their problems and to, to live healthy lives, I have to understand that I'm also human in the process. I will also experience these things and it doesn't make me any less competent because that's a battle that I had. And if I didn't take some time away, I would have probably given up on my profession. And it's okay to experience these life challenges, just as it's okay for a client that, that I may have a, a student to experience it. But it's not necessarily the fact that you will experience it, but it's how you go through the experience. I think this is truly one of the experience that I've had in my life where I really, really stopped and really paid attention fully to what was happening with me because I knew that I had to get through it. I had to, to develop more healthier ways to continue and I had to find the meaning that was actually in losing my mother. It sounds weird, but there is a lot of things that I had to, to learn and to gain. I lost her, but there are a lot of things that I had to gain from losing her. So I also learned that in whatever space you're in, even though you, are, you may be feeling whatever you're feeling, you have to be mindful of other persons as well. And it's important to always check in with your feelings and help person to understand how you're feeling. So all of, all of that came from who would have known that losing someone would have brought me so much clarity about who I am as a person, who I am to others, and basically the professional me. So it, it has truly helped to actually put a lot of things into perspective as to the drive that I have to actually help persons and where I want to be personally, professional-wise, and, and around the people that I love, basically. Okay, excellent, Miss Fabi. Excellent. And, you know, interesting, um, Mr. Mr. Kessler also says that um, when you have reached a point where you can actually attach a meaning to the loss, it's now, it now become a love. It's not pain anymore. Can you associate with his statement? He said, when you attach a meaning. I can. <laughs> Tell me more about that. Strange, it is so so strange. I I cannot believe as I'm talking to you, I cannot believe I'm sitting here and I'm saying the things that I'm saying. Yes, you know, because when I lost my mother, I I was such a mess, I was a, a total mess inside out. I was a mess, yes, and 
I'm so happy that I'm able to speak about this experience in the way that I'm speaking about it. I, I, I love my mother unconditionally. I love her out of this world. But I, I know that it was just her time to go. Mm-hmm. I understand it. I accept it. And I am so grateful that I was able to have her in my life. And also, I'm also grateful for the experience of grief and loss. It, is, it's, it sounds so weird, but I'm, I'm grateful that I've got a chance to experience it. Why? Because now I'm better able to equip and help other persons who may have an experience similar to what I had. And it also prepares me for other losses, God forbid, you know, that yes. may come. Because the truth is that we have to go someday. We have to go someday. And I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for the lessons that I learned along the way about myself, about others, about the process, you know. So I, I, I really do agree with the statement. I never thought that I would have ever said that. If, if you if you think about it, anyone would want their mother to still be here. But it was time. It was a necessary experience. And I do believe that there is much more in store for me. For what God has used, he wants to use me for. Yes. So, yes. Excellent. Now, we all know that, you know, as we stated, you know, in, in the conversation that grief is a unique experience but if you could just say something to someone who you know may have lost somebody who is extremely close to them you know what would you say to that person to help them to navigate one of the most important things that i would definitely say is to Go at your own pace. Experience it in the way that you are able to. Because having lost someone, you will have a lot of persons trying to tell you how to grieve. Your grief is your own. Your grief is your own. Do not be hard on yourself. There are going to be good days where you're able to actually smile at a picture of your loved one or someone person who may have been close to you and and there will be days when the same picture will just bring you to tears um but don't be hard on yourself just know that it is something that even if you don't get through it in a year two four five years because you will still there will still be areas that just feel so scarred you know but you still have a purpose you still will be able you, you, you're still here for a reason but the main thing i really have to say don't be hard on yourself go through it in the way that you can go through it and just know that in the end through it all you will find whatever meaning you're supposed to actually get from the experience Maybe in the moment of just losing a person, all of what I'm saying, it won't really make much sense to you, but it's a process. It's definitely a process. 
and you have to be as present as possibly in the in the process don't try to push it aside i know that initially for some persons it may not be something that you want to address but when the time comes and of course i definitely have to say if it's too difficult for you to go through on your own seek counseling i degree counseling i had i had to bring myself to the place where i knew that listen i don't know how to do this get help definitely get help it it, it helps so that's definitely something that i want to do with them uh, thank you so much miss raby now my final question for you today is what would you advise someone who it may not have been a, a a debt of a loved one but even the loss of a job or you know losing income you know because you know we are in some very difficult times you know persons you know have lost their job and you know they're not earning the way that they used to earn and it's the, you know what would you say to that person um i think for me i think one of the greatest things that i've discovered throughout my life because i've had moments where i've i've been out of a job and one of the greatest things that i discover is that it's necessary sometimes to be still and uh, you may have lost your job but in those moments maybe it's a case where you're being redirected to focus on something else and the something else that i may be speaking of is yourself because i don't think sometimes you take enough time to really give ourselves the attention that we need i think that everything happens for a purpose everything happens as it should continue to to look you may be seeking a job you may want to be out of the situation and i know that when you realize that bill's supposed to pay it's so difficult to say be still but you know this is when it, it, it this is where the test comes and this is where the greatest meaning that you will get from an experience and the greatest answers that you will get from an experience will also come come be still be present in the moment of what is happening yes it will get you down yes you will feel as though you're not doing what you should be doing yes you may feel as though inadequate as you can provide but there is always a lesson to learn from an experience and ultimately things always work out in the way that they should thank you so much miss Shantas, baby it was indeed a pleasure to have you this morning and i am sure that our listeners have benefited so much from our conversation and i just want to remind every person who is listed this morning as miss baby said Whatever your circumstances are, whatever your loss may be, just be still. 
be still this morning and know that sometimes what we consider to be a a a a, a loss sometimes it's redirection sometimes it's just redirecting you into your purpose it is redirecting you to yourself what is it that may be inside of you that hidden talent that hidden um passion or the purpose and you have not discovered use this moment this time that you may have lost your job or lost you know that income to find what is it that you're passionate about and continue to to to, to search for it so that the passion what you are called to do will actually manifest in your life. Thank you so much for listening. And always remember that you are beautifully broken. Please leave a comment. Send me a message. Always like this podcast. It was my pleasure sharing with you this morning. Have a great day.